0: Well, we'll start out there, D-Roy, get you a little uh, catch-up. I know it seems like it's been a long time. Thanks to you for all listening
1: to Death Piles and Taxes. We did a little two B continued last week. We did, our 1st two B continued I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to go back and, and re-listen to see where I was at, exactly. Oh, you
0: were getting deep into the... So we're here in, um, you know, beautiful, wonderful mountains of the majestic Mount Nebo, majestic Mount Loafer. Um, at the foot of the loaf. The foot of the loaf. Uh, last well, last couple of weeks ago, they had the All-Star, the NBA All-Star. Pretty big deal. Yeah, we went off a little more than I thought we would there. i, it I just got to tell my story. You you got into some some good details that, uh, I mean, I don't even know about. But we were chatting about uh, D-Roy's collection. Like, so that's what we try to okay. talk about. Yeah, yeah. We
1: talk about a lot of different things on here. So for those of you that don't listen, you, know, you don't have to go back and read Just listen afterwards. But <laughs> uh, I bought out uh, a state cell, and we've talked about this a few times uh, probably over the years. I, I bought out a good collection of uh, Jerry Sloan's estate from uh, Illinois. Or no, it was Indiana. Indiana. Anyway, I was able to go in there. I, I picked up some unbelievable things for a pretty good price, especially at the time. I went back the other day. I, I actually sold a, a uh, duffel bag because um, I got a bunch of duffel bags that had things in a, it was a hole. So I sold one of the duffel bags. Hold on, hold on.
0: Derek had Jerry Sloan's jock strap. In his duffel bag. In a duffel
1: bag game used from uh, a Chicago All-Star event. I sold that a long time ago. But this was a different, I had a lot of duffel bags. Apparently when they get there, they just give them all the swag, and they just like have a duffel bag full of crap. And I go through some of it. I take out the duffel bags and sell individually some things I left in there. This was a Minnesota uh, All-Star game from I don't even know when. guy from Minnesota hit me up and said, man, that's kind of cool. Does it come with, I think it was a Talon Gatorade, uh, you know, squirt bottle or something in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's still in there. And he's like, well, how did I know it was owned by Jerry Sloan? I was like, well, I can uh, try to find the invoice and kind of send you a screenshot. So I had to go back and find kind of the screenshot from the auction. I got going through, because at the time, this was, I don't know. It was like three plus, maybe it was was four years ago. four or five years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. And uh, it was when I was first into reselling. Well, not first, but this was one of my bigger purchases. Yeah. And it it was a whole, we've got a whole show on it. It was a whole event, but... I was going through, and I was looking at some of these prices, and I was like, "Man, I did pretty good." You did amazing. I did pretty good. Then there were some things I was like that's still kind of high, but I got those. I had like some of these basketballs that were signed by the, like Western Conference. Some things I probably should have held on to. Yeah, but I needed money. I wanted the money. I Great sold buck. Them for, I sold them for a few hundred bucks more than I paid for them. Uh, but I had like the Western Conference team signed ball and like some of these different things that they just didn't know what they had when they listed them. They listed them all goofy. I had you know game worn shoes from like Mark Eaton from the '80s. Uh, a bunch of, and they were all autographed and stuff. I, I was going through, and I was like, okay, so I found him the thing, took a screenshot for him, blacked out what I paid for it, because he paid a lot more, and <laughs> and sent it over his way. But I kind of got going, and the last pages, there was a ton of sports cards that I wasn't into at the time, and I missed, like autographed binders full oh, of basketball no. cards, sealed oh, boxes. if goodness. And if I'd, have, if I'd have bought those, I mean, they were going for, you know, 50 to a couple hundred bucks five years ago if i had those a year or two ago or once we got grading things i don't know all the autographs and stuff that were in there but i just thought that was an opportunity missed um you know a few hundred bucks that i saved by not getting into that would have been thousands and thousands of dollars out of zero after the last couple of years especially you know i i don't know jerry probably had a pretty good basketball card collection and they had a bunch of like sealed boxes i think they just gave them you know a certain amount of things and and we've talked about it before. I think him or his wife, his first wife, were just hoarders and just put everything out in the barn. And so a lot of it was just original. And that's where it sat. So maybe some of the conditions might not have been as good, but still the stuff would have been good. I don't know.
0: So, Derek, um, that's over the years, so you said you kind of realize what you might have had or what you could have. And uh, that's where I'm at. I'm glad you brought that up because it really kind of makes me question a little bit about my collection that, that I've been. Uh, pulling together with my Tiger Woods stuff. Um, I want to make it, like, the best, like, pristine. I want to do everything. I finally got my stuff back from uh, PSA, and there was actually a guy here in Salt Lake that's part of the Golden Auction, mm-hmm. and he was posting something about it, and, that, you know, it's not quite ready there. So those of you who don't know, Tiger Woods, pretty pretty big deal. Um, he, he All of his majors, and like I said, we've talked about this, tickets are getting hot. I mean, because again, the the, the uh, scarcity, everything is supply and demand. <clears throat> there aren't a lot out there. Um, I was able to witness in person um, several years ago when he won the PGA Championship in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I spent some time there on ecclesiastical uh, vacation for two years, and uh, I was able to go back and, and watch him win a major, which like, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Like, yeah, I mean, I was I was front row. Like, I was front row. Watched him walk up on his Sunday Reds. It wasn't like a dramatic. I mean, he had won by a couple strokes. And uh, it was really cool. And the problem is it was several years ago. And I, I don't think people realize that. Like, just what's happened in the last 15 years with technology. Like, they checked your phone. Like, you could not go on the golf course with your phone. And back then, I just had a little flip phone. It had a little camera on it. But you, I, I couldn't. There, there's no pictures. Except I have been able to find, like, you know, professional photography pictures that were taken. And uh, I didn't, like, my face isn't in I can see my back because I was on front row. Uh, and I still remember because it was hot. Like, it was, like, 105 humidity. Everyone was dying. I had a towel that I would soak in water and put on me. I was the uh, South Summit Athlete of the Week. That was my shirt that I wore. <laughs>
1: No, went through.
0: I show about the golf course because I wanted it to be white because I didn't want it to be anything. Probably should have worn a collar shirt but I didn't have, you know, it was, I knew it was going to be hot. So anyways, I had that ticket and I always, as Derek and I talked about it, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go get the other ones. I'm going to go find the rest of the collection and I was able to pull it all together talked about it, had some issues grading. Um, so I have, right now I have 13 of the 15 graded I've got two masters ones that they wouldn't grade because of the safety pin. So I need to take out the safety pin and send them back <clears throat> and there's four that are not Sundays. Like I have them all, but you want the Sunday tickets. So I was able to find one of them already and I'll send those in so I have I'll have all 15 and three yet to be upgraded to Sundays. And I want to get those over the next little time period. And the one is really hard to find. Like there's there's nothing of those. So I got to keep doing some looking. Luckily I've got like three of them that are like a duplicate, so I'm hoping to be able to maybe
1: trade the do duplicate a little, or trade in or or, or same, s- a little cash. But
0: like I said, and I'm really, I think I'm lowballing myself. You know, like I said, what you had, I mean, a Western Conference Jazz ball—that's pretty cool. Not many of those out there. Not many of those out there. All signed. But how many people want a Western Conference Final
1: Jazz ball more than I thought? um but not as many as i mean nasme is the the chicago bulls michael jordan side uh, eastern conference side yeah.
0: and and that's even what i looked at and then i even thought about it even more like this is tiger woods like he's not just a little like segment like he is a worldwide guy so i had set it like at 25000 i think i'm going to complete the collection and i think i'm going to shoot for 50 Why I think, not? i'm going to shoot for 50000 because again, like I said, you know, you never know. Everything in the world is changing. Um, you know, death begets scarcity again. I mean,
1: whenever the day may or may not come, uh, yeah, you just have it out there, open to offers. Maybe yeah. somebody comes and says, "I'll give you, I'll give you forty for it," and that's still, oh. you know, uh, a lot more than you're thinking of right now originally. I-
0: yeah, so I'm really excited. And that brings up, like I so said, Derek, kind of looking back,
1: well, I'm glad seeing you what the, you the had. The ticket thing, I'm, I'm going to get back to my original story. Don't let me forget to do that because people want to know how that ends. But uh, with the ticket thing, you uh, have you heard of Fitterman? You know this Fitterman sports outfit? Have you heard of them at all? I do not know Fitterman. There's a group, uh, and they're, they're very controversial. Ooh. Uh, Fitterman is uh, out of Texas, and he'll uh, sign players to sign exclusively for him. So, like these conventions and things, uh, he'll have, like, a Carl Malone. Uh, he's had Mike Tyson. He has a exclusive with the WWE now. So, if they want to have The Undertaker go to an event and sign tickets... Gotta go through Rick Flair. They gotta go through this guy, and this guy sets the prices. And prices have went up. One of the things that he's been doing is he will not allow, like, Ric Flair and The Undertaker to sign tickets yep. or rookie cards. And the reason is he's going out cause I know cause he's bought Brock Lesnar uh, stuff for me. He's going out and buying the rookie cards and stuff for himself. Oh yeah. Having them signed for him. So he will own them all and then they can set the prices. So one of the things though is tickets. He's going around, uh, this group, and I'm sure he's not the only one going around and buying these tickets and having these things signed. And so he'll have, so he'll have the only ones or, or whatever. It'll be a lot harder uh, to get. So, uh, he believes the tickets, I mean, because you can tell by him doing this oh, and yeah. them doing this, this group doing this, that well, he's, he's going around and buying them all up, and um, some people are not very happy because if you go pay $600 or whatever to have something signed by the, whoever it is, and they're telling you, well, you can't have this or that, Yeah, you know, that, people aren't so happy about that. So anyways, uh, Fitterman, uh, a good thing is they're getting people to conventions and you're having opportunities to have people sign or do meet and greets that might not usually do it yeah. because they're higher demand people. Bad thing is they're limiting what you can do and their prices are uh astronomical on some of the stuff. So um back to my collection story though. This guy uh was messaging me on the Twitter, might be interested in buying some of my stuff. I was trying to I'm trying to get it to the jazz. I want I want not only because I think that's where it belongs, I think I might be able to do some sort of a, a I mean Swapsies. A swap seats, I don't know if I say, Hey, I just want season tickets courtside until the jazz win uh the championship for whatever, you know. But I'll give you this, you give me that. Or, I don't know, maybe there's some money. I don't. I just think there's a good opportunity. I think that's where it should be anyways. And, uh, and it would be good just because you get the recognition, and it would be a good news story, and it would be good for the podcast. So yeah. I'm not in a big hurry to move some of it, but it does belong somewhere else, not necessarily with me. And I don't want just in some guy's house in Park City on a wall saying, look what I got. Uh, you know, because I think the public should be able to see some of this stuff. So we're talking about how this guy is telling me uh, last week, I'm not sure this is authentic or whatever. And and so basically I have to say, well, I got this from, from Jerry Sloan and his estate sale. I don't think Sloan's walking around with fake things. Like, no. Uh, with everything that he had going, and everything he was hoarding, I don't think he was like. And this uh, is back,
0: you know, starting in that you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah,
1: there's a huge collection. It's pre-people faking stuff. Well, that, and I don't think, like. He's going to have a, a game worn jersey by Carl Malone or these practice jerseys or whatever from Carl and John that say, you know, what little tags his wife's put in there. John Stockton practice jersey 93 or whatever. Yeah. That is just, he's just going to hold on to like the fake one or the one that wasn't used. Uh, the yeah. these Barcelona shoes. I probably should have kept them Malone uh, shoes, but I made a good deal on it. Like, yeah, that'll work out. It was a big controversy too. So, anyways, I'm telling this guy this and he's just kind of like, oh, well, I mean, you know, sources can be whatever. I'm like, I bought from his, like, not only his family, I bought from the estate sale that bought out his estate. Like, yeah. this is direct it's, from the farm. Yeah, yeah, it's an auction house. There, there's no way this is authentic, you know? And, and I guess I could pay a little extra on some of the stuff to have it authenticated, but I have got that. You don't yet. need to. And, well, I mean, how you can to authenticate a, a bag yeah. with, like, a travel itinerary in it, you know, what yeah. says Chicago, or wherever he was coming from.
0: Personal phone numbers,
1: addresses. Yeah, I mean, and uh, one of the other fun things is I, I actually, I sold it to Phil, uh, was going to, some lady wanted it, he ended up buying it, but it was the, uh, you know, the uh, locker rooms, and they have, like, the slats where it says whatever the player's name is. Yeah. It was a Jerry Sloan slat for the all- All-Star game in Chicago where the jock strap came oh. from. Oh. Because on the Saturday night, going full circle, they used to have, like, an alumni game where it was, like, yeah. uh stars of the past or, or whatever playing. Old-timers. Old-timers game. And I think that might have been his last game. Okay. But, uh, huh. but that's where the jock strap came from and had this slat and a few different things, like a media uh, inquiry, I don't know. I got some cool things and some papers. I just need to figure out how to go through them all. I, I've, I've sold a lot, but I've kept a good amount too. I have a, a, a game sheet. You know how uh, halftime before the oh, internet yeah. things they used to hand out if you were in the lower bowl or in the yeah. expensive seat. The three same
0: time, internets or you know they three... would
1: they would print off all the stats and pass it around. And I have a, a game a stat line from halftime of a finals game. And I don't know if it was the flu game or not. I need to look into it, but it's got like Michael Jordan stats and everything. That was a championship one. I found a lot of this stuff sells a lot better when I, uh, when I clue in that Michael Jordan was there and the Bulls won the championship, but yes. you know, obviously he's uh well-wanted, uh, going back to tickets. I have a, a finals ticket up there. That's like, I think there's been three graded. Now mine's the highest of, of the three, but, um, the big Michael Jordan collector that wants all the tickets came to me. He's like, there's no way you're going to get this price for it. And I said, okay, well give me a reasonable price. And, it was, like, way lower. And I'm like, well, I'll just hold out. He's like, well, I got all the tickets, and, and there's no way anyone's going to do this. And I said, well, somebody's going to want all the Jordan tickets at some point. They're going to want all the finals game tickets. And I'm, the, I'm your only option. Like, I'll be reasonable with you. I'll work with you. But, like, this ain't going away for uh, under a certain amount. You yeah. know, and he's like, well, that's never going to be paid. The highest I'd go was like, I don't know, let's just say 1200 or something like that. I said, well, will you do $1,199? have not heard back from him, so. <laughs> Uh, It is fun. Anyways, uh, yeah, with the (laughs) all-star activities and stuff, it was fun for him to come to town. It was a little, you know, it was fun. And and a lot of stuff was happening there. We had the Charles Barkley and Shaq. People are getting all all upset about that. But it was just a fun activity. I'm glad it came. I was hoping I could uh, pick up a few more things to flip and sell. I probably dropped the ball on some some other opportunities I had. Probably. And I made a friend, though. So you never know. It, It all works out how it works out. Yeah, just good time, like I
0: said, going back to that. so. Well, you know, we got to get into the fun part of the program. Uh, It's tax time, Derek, and I know you still don't have your stuff together. Um, It's funny. I had a gal call the other day. Um, I do a lot of family stuff, and uh, this gal was calling, and I knew it was her because she's like, Call Well, yeah, correct. (laughs) But I knew she was calling for her dad um, because her dad was, you know, supposed to be in the next 10 minutes, and she called, she's like, I'm just calling for my dad. Uh, he's going to be like 10 minutes late. I'm like, okay, great. I wasn't calling for me. I'm not ready yet. I'm not, I'm not ready yet. And I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I'm really, you know, I'm not, because she hates coming in here. She really does. And because she's not organized and, you know, she's the first one to admit it with getting her stuff together. Um, but anyway, we were talking and uh, she's like, I'm like, I gotta be better than a dentist. I'm not the dentist. And she's like, Oh no, I love my dentist. Oh, really? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, Oh yeah, every time I go in there, I get laughing gas. So I like going in oh, there.
1: I'm good with the laughing gas, but there's still other things that come yeah. and uh, pain that follows.
0: So then I told her, I says, Well, maybe I need to make it a little more inviting here. Um, uh, you know, what do you, what do you kind of need? Can I get you some uh some some Edibles? Do you need a Colorado brownie? Is is there anything I can do to make your stay here a little more uh, enjoyable? I and mean, you used to have a dentist office over here. Maybe there's some old laughing gas somewhere. I mean, there was. In fact, we're in the drug room. We are in the uh, the old dentist office where where we've got one part of the studio here, and this was the drug room. There were several vials of things that uh, could have been resold, but we just disposed of them when we did the remodel. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Makes sense, though that we're yeah.
0: here. I don't, I don't need, uh, you know, being looked into by the, uh, what, what's the FD, FDA, FCC, what, whatever, you know, with that time you got in trouble because those things you were trying to sell online. We're just know. flipping
1: things out. It's okay. no problem. Right. It's just no FDA, problem. it's not the FDA, what is it, FCC something? I don't know. It's okay. one of the F's. ADA, uh, anyways. You can tell that we've been in trouble a lot
0: in our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, people don't know how true that really is, you know. Controversy begets controversy. And Too many of them uh,
1: alphabet agencies, as they call them.
0: I, I'm i not going to go into that. We've got a little bit of time left. Um, as this technology changes, you got to realize the government has access to things that they didn't have access to. Uh, I was reading a story um, about uh, Airbnbs. You know, everybody's kind of getting into the flip game. You know, there's lots of different opportunities to make some money. And here in Utah, we got some weird things. We, we really do. There's a, a personal property tax report that you have to fill out. Um, and this would be, even though you've bought everything and you paid sales tax, if you own a business and you have so many things, you have to pay more taxes on it every single year. You have to pay personal property tax. And, and most people don't know this. I mean, I get a notice every year and you know, I fill it out because if you have less than, I think it's up to $20,000 of stuff, you don't have to pay the personal property taxes. But a lot of companies I have deal with it, which, again, it's really weird and vague. I mean, we're talking, like, on this equipment, they want us to list that. And, and if we go over a certain point, you have to pay more taxes every single year. And uh, this person in this group was a part of an Airbnb group, and they got some nasty letters and actually a phone call saying, no, your report is wrong. I know you have all of this stuff. And it's because the agency was looking on their Airbnb at all of the pictures, and they were noting everything. Who's got that time? Government, I guess. Government auditors. So, and it was funny because in the group they were pretty aggressive. Because that's the hard part is, you know, as much as we want to get into it, the government overreach can be—it's it, scary. Oh yeah, you know, it can be really scary. <laughs> well, I'm saying, I know you got new microphones because we listened to that episode and you said you did. You know, and, and that's the problem is it can be scary, and especially somebody who's new in the game, just like with the IRS, like. People might think, oh, this is easy and I can fill out these forms. It's really not. Like, you want to make sure you are on the up and up and and at least doing everything correctly. But uh, there was somebody in the group, and an attorney, he basically said, no, they can't do that. Like, they legally can't. Here's the tax, or excuse me, here's the, uh, the law code saying that they can't base their valuation off of your listings. Because obviously, you know, that, that could get a little hairy. And no one's trying to be dishonest, but the same part is, you got to be able to feel like there is no overreach of the government, kind of dipping into your
1: uh, your your pockets, right. Yeah, you want to keep the, the hands at bay. It reminds me, have you seen this uh, new movie coming out called Cocaine Bear? Uh, no, no, I have not. There's a, a new movie coming out. It looks kind of comical. It's about this bear that uh, was oh, out, out in the woods. I, I did. I, I remember seeing the preview now. Anyways, it looks like a you know like a snakes on the plane type movie. Apparently, it's based on a true story. Okay, and. Uh, there's this big rumor and innuendo that this was Waylon Jennings bear. Oh, I didn't know that. And so I follow his son's shooter on, uh, some things and I was a big shooter fan. Anyways, apparently the family's tired of hearing this question because it wasn't his bear. It's just one of those rumors that got started and stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't Waylon's bear. I think it had to do with the cocaine or whatever, uh, back in the day. And, uh, so so Shooter went out and, and let me know that this was not Wayland's Bear. It's never been Wayland's Bear. We never lived in Las Vegas. Like, this whole just diatribe <laughs> of things that just didn't happen. And somebody down in the comments put, he was busted for things that he did and I have and I haven't. Oh, how's that song go? Now I'm trying to think about the song. Been busted for things that I have, I did and I didn't do, or something like that. Um, really butchered that. Been busted for things that I did and I didn't do. Now, the Wayland song about when the cops came into New York City and you know, the possession of the drugs, the drugs have been long gone and all this. So anyways, it was kind of funny to me. I just thought, you know, sometimes just your reputation uh, precedes you and it doesn't matter if you're guilty or innocent. People are just going to think a certain way, act a certain way. I think with taxes, kind of the same thing. You know, the government looking into things, reaching where they don't belong or shouldn't belong. There's just, sometimes you're guilty for, for uh, you really are and you're not, but people just think that you are. And
0: And, and that's the thing. And that's what I tell everybody is, You want to do everything to mitigate your tax liability to the most tax advantageous, legally tax advantageous. Like I said, there's a lot of, you know, different areas that can, you know, but make it a real purpose. Like I said, make it to where it is tax deductible. It it is things because that's what you want and... I don't want to get into much more details because I don't, you know, I don't need the government listening. Well, to well that's either.
1: the thing. We've said it a million times. Adam's book's kind of full. His dance card's kind of full. Uh, I know there's people out there looking for, for agents and stuff. You just, when you get talking and interviewing people, uh, you know, go find a couple people that, whether it's a CPA or an enrolled agent or whatever, ask if they know about this, make sure they know their stuff, and, and you come in and I'm, I'm going to try to go home and put some things together for Adam, and at some point I'll do my taxes, but, I know he's going to bail me out because he knows more about what I don't know than I know that I don't know at the I, point. So,
0: I, And that's the the crazy part is I do, I mean, I know financial, like accounting-wise, more about his business than he knows just because I deal with more than just him. Because, again, he's in a weird, unique situation this year with inventory, with cost of goods sold, it's kind of the best way to do it. Because, again, you know, posting a large loss and then not having one in the fall, it, it's just weird and unless you do, you know, thousands of tax returns, you're just not going to have the ability to know. So. And that's the other
1: thing. I've, I've worked with whatnot a little bit. I've been way off on them. But, uh, I mean, I've sold stuff. But I never got a, a 1099 from Kay. them.
0: Because they changed at the last minute.
1: But still, I'd like that because it's going to help offset my cost. Like, yeah. A lot of people don't want that because they're like, then the government's going to know I sold things or I'm under the threshold for me. It's going to work better because... Some of that stuff I was selling, some of this PSA stuff, it's going to offset some of my losses and and all that kind of stuff. So I got
0: I got to uh, figure out I, I gotta figure out. I was I I was about three days away from being the big I told you so with the Venmo thing, and the government backed out at the last minute because they knew of the controversy it was going to cause. So I'm still telling you people, you, you know. Those things, those transactions that you happen, and the government's going to know about them. It's going to happen. Well, they're still going
1: to get there. And I'm sure they're still kind of monitoring it to a certain point. You oh, know, yeah. it's kind of like the threshold of if you put $10,000 in the bank, they know uh, you have to fill out this form. Yeah. So you can't, whatever, launder money. Oh, it's sure. all going back to that, uh, the Freedom, Freedom Act after 9-11 and all that. But uh, it's it's going to come. I think they need to find a better, I think $600 was, was too, too low. Too low, and it made too many people. Yeah. Uh, I mean they just a lot more work for everybody who's yep. gonna have to be doing it. So I think they're gonna find their sweet spot. I don't know where that's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, either way, way. They're they're gonna figure out a way to get their money. They'll get their money.
0: And and again, D Right, that's why the show is called what it is. Because Derek, there are two things in life that are for certain, and that would be
1: death piles and taxes.
0: Taxes.